Hey everybody, this is Cameron Brower, and my alien life starts in... Three, two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast, My Alien Life. This is Cameron Brower. Be sure to check out my website, please, at www.myalienlifepodcast.com and you can get our latest download at iTunes and at podbean.com. And please follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I appreciate everyone finding me on social media. Please email me your stories, photos, anecdotes, comments, whatever you'd like. And maybe you'll be on the show one day sharing your story. You can email me at the website and you can instant message me on Facebook. I answer all my emails and messages and that gives you a chance to win merchandise. My Alien Life merch is available on the website. Thanks so much everybody in Colorado. You're killing it with the downloads, leading the downloads. So please let your friends know about the podcast and thanks everybody else out there very, very much. This is podcast number four, and I appreciate every listener. Uh, Last week, we talked about IMOs, or an intelligent mobile organism. That's a term I kind of use loosely, for lack of a better term, because my experiences really haven't fallen into the traditional alien UFO genre, and uh, everything I have experienced may sound a little similar, but... There's lots of noted differences, and and we'll get deeper into that with every podcast. We also talked about dreams I had since I was about five years old, and those dreams followed me most of my younger life. And you also heard about my first kegger, where uh, I found myself and a few others from my hometown, and we experienced an approximate six-hour loss of time, a six-hour time loss. And that was something I was able to track. And to this day, I have no idea if anybody else that was present there really even knew what was happening or what happened that night or that morning. I don't often look online for UFO sightings, but I did. I was kind of just browsing this afternoon, and I never really came up with anything recent. So um, my question for you is I was hoping you could let me know or let me in on your theories of, of why in the last year maybe there hasn't been very many UFO sightings or maybe it's not being reported in the news. I don't know. I just didn't find a lot out there. Um, I did come upon this pretty cool photo that was taken in Russia about 10 years ago, and it was kind of an early evening sky, and uh, um, someone had taken this photo of what looked like a capsule or a tube and uh, had two rounded ends, and... Um, it looked fairly metallic. It was one of the, the better UFOs that I had seen, and it was really, really clear, and, and uh, it, it was familiar. Um, it didn't really have to remind me, but it did remind me that I saw something similar to that back in June 1982, and uh, I remember that really well, and that was an entirely unique sighting that I'll really, really never forget. Um, this sighting was something that 
that at that time utterly amazed me. The only strange event in my life that really made me feel that way, um, a feeling of amazement. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was, it was fairly exciting, not frightening um, at all to me. And and this was definitely something that really felt like it, like it could be out of a movie. Um, I told the first story in my pod, or in my podcast of how I worked at a radio station through high school and how I would find myself driving home late at night, um, really late at night sometimes. And on this night that I had this sighting, it was probably about 1.30 in the morning, and I was a little more than halfway home, so I was about 20 miles out in the middle of nowhere in the Montana prairie. Um, really, really dark night, um, very... You know, there was no moon that night, um, lots of stars in the sky. And and uh, again, I was about halfway home and and really nothing to see out there in this part of the prairie. It's very, very flat um, to the left of me. You could see um, the Rocky Mountains way, way off in the distance. I mean, in the daytime, you could see them and and they kind of look like little little blue spikes way out on the horizon and on the uh the right side of me, it, it, it's basically nothing for miles and miles, probably all the way to North Dakota, and um, really couldn't see anything to the right, but lots of stars in the night sky. Um, ahead of me, it was just black, black with, with a lot of stars, and, and behind me the same way, and I was driving probably about 50 miles an hour like I usually do, and, and that was basically because, um, as I said before, you know, I had, I had this old car, nothing but AM radio, and... I didn't have a muffler, so I had this straight pipe sticking out of the back of the car, and it was so loud that um, if I drove about 50 miles an hour, I could actually hear the, the AM radio. And again, I was picking up uh, stations out of Canada, and and those are probably my favorites. There was a couple of stations that played some really good rock and roll back then, and, and I love listening to that. And that was actually um, AM radio that was playing contemporary music, so I was able to hear music um, in Montana that I hadn't, hadn't heard before because I didn't really have a radio station that, that played that type of music. So it was always a good time driving and um, I'd kind of be roaring down the highway and trying to keep the car as quiet as possible and, and keep the ride as comfortable as possible and, and try not to fall asleep because, you know, it was one of those times when, you know, I probably had something to do all day and I did usually have a, a day job in the summertime and um, I would go to the radio station about six o'clock you know, and, and get off at about 1230 and hang out there and clean the radio station and um, vacuum and take out the trash. And it was just the weirdest, weirdest night. Um, actually, before I left the radio station, um, I was getting in my car to leave and I saw this this woman, actually it was a girl, and I recognized her from, from that particular town that I worked in. And um, she was staggering down the street drunk and... Uh, you know, it's it's not often you see a cute girl at like like one o'clock in the morning, and um, right about then a car pulled up to her, and I could hear the guy say, "Tell her that he wanted her to get in," and she said no, and and he left, and then I saw him turn around, and he was heading back toward her, so she headed toward me, and uh, asked me if I would give her a ride, and I said, "Yeah, I would give you a ride," and so she got in my car, and um, I thought, "Well, this will be interesting," and. Um, ended up taking her about three blocks and, and dropped her off at home and and uh, um, never even knew what happened after that because I, I don't know if I ever saw her again, even though I knew her a little bit when I was in high school. But um, anyway, I did that and I was feeling pretty good and I was driving home and uh, 
um, again, it was really, really dark and uh, just really, really calm. And I, I, you know, sometimes I'd have a little bit of anxiety driving home, but for the most part, it was fairly relaxing. And um, out of the left-hand side, the whole horizon all of a sudden lit up this, I'm going to call it an emerald green. Um, that's, you know, an emerald color. That's what I remember it, even though, you know, it was so, so long ago. But, you know, I remember um, a few years later taking some notes and thinking about some of the things that have happened to me. And, and I definitely wrote down emerald green. And the whole sky to my left, um, I'm not sure how high the the sky lit up above me, but, you know, definitely a little bit in front of me too, lit up with this emerald green color. And, and just at that moment, you know, I thought, you know, it must be a meteor, a meteorite. And um, turned my head as fast as I could, um, took my foot off the off the accelerator of the car, and the car was slowing down. And, and you know, I looked to my left, and there was still a little bit of green glow. I could see that the whatever it was, if it was a meteor or a meteorite, came from the back of me and, and basically went along the horizon, you know, kind of paralleled myself between me and the Rocky Mountain front somewhere. And it was extremely bright. I mean, I could see um, brush, you know, uh, sagebrush along the highway. I could see the fence along the highway. And um, it, the glow kind of just lingered just for a moment, just a brief moment. Um, and I was a, a bit stunned, a bit excited, because I, I thought it was something, you know, unique and something, obviously, that I hadn't seen before. And just as that little glint of light, maybe for just a fraction of a second, faded away, I saw something else. And I remember pulling to the side of the road, and that probably took about three or four seconds. And this image is, is etched in my head, and not only in my head, but in my mind, like when, you're, when you look into the sun and you can kind of still see the sun on the retina, what I could actually see was this green glow that I had witnessed for just a tiny fraction of a second, and which probably, as I looked through the car windows, probably filled up the car windows on the left-hand side of the car. But what, what I really noticed was that, that within the light and where the light, not where it began, it began, I have no idea where it began, but I know where it ended, somewhere off to my right, way in the distance, I could see right in the end of the light what looked like dots and dashes, like Morse code, like like random dots and dashes. But they were, to me, I, I don't know what color they were, but I'm going to guess a gray color. Um, maybe, maybe uh, you know, if you took, if you took, if you're selecting black on your computer and you, and you dropped it, the, the, t the tint of it down and made it a gray color, um, kind of like that, and, and again, dots and dashes, some of the dashes were, they're definite dots, but some of the dashes were a little bit longer than each other, but they were, they were, there were some in line, in perfect line, and dots and dashes like Morse code, but there was also s separate levels, so um, you would see, you know, a few dots and dashes low on the horizon, and then there was a few more higher up on the horizon, and and I was looking at that, wondering, you know, what, what could that possibly be? And <laughs> why, 
I could I could barely make out these dots and dashes. There was no more green light. I could barely make them out on the horizon, and and I don't know if I could actually see them or if it was just a figment in my mind. But it all all of a sudden it was like whatever light was in these dots and dashes um, all became one, and it started to kind of stream up through the up through the sky. So basically. Um, it moved from those dots and dashes moved from my left i'm sorry to the uh, to the left of me and started going out toward the front of me and up into the sky kind of in a stream and kind of a as a long string until they disappeared and then i saw another like small flash of green light off to my left again and then as i i kind of rolled down my window and i could kind of see up above the car and I could kind of see this gray movement going up through the sky above me at a, just a really a tremendous amount of speed. There was no noise. It was perfectly quiet. I could hear coyotes outside. Um, I actually got out of my car about five or six seconds later, maybe, and um, I was looking straight up in the sky at that point. I saw another flash of green, and to me it looked like, like a meteor, um, possibly you know, thousands and tens of thousands of feet above me and maybe went, um, I don't know, maybe a mile, um, several hundred yards, I don't know. But I could see this flash of green and wasn't as bright, wasn't as vivid, vivid as before. So I did get the impression that, you know, even though I thought it was tens of thousands feet of feet, it could have been even even a hundred miles. I have no idea. But I saw the flash of light again and it was the same color of green, and, and I was just totally amazed and excited by this because it was just something that I had never seen before. And, and um, you know, what, what did I witness there? I have no idea. I have a theory. Um, Star Wars. So it's different than Star Wars. Um, Star Wars, you see, you see uh, these weapons, light weapons, emit this um, beam of light, and you can actually see the beam of light. Um, with this, I could kind of see a trail of light, and a uh, little bit similar. Um, to me, this was much faster than the light you would see in Star Wars. And, um, you know, were these alien craft? Were they, were they extraterrestrial craft? Was it some kind of secret military craft? I have no idea. Um, you know, to this day, I can, I still have a pretty good vivid memory of it, and I think about it a lot. And I think it would be amazing to actually witness alien aircraft or alien ships actually in in some sort of dogfight in the Earth's atmosphere. Um, that would be amazing to think that. It would be amazing to see that. But like I said, it was totally silent. Um, it happened in in literally two places, off to my left, and about as high up in the night. Montana sky as I could possibly see and, and it was just incredible and it was something that that's just etched in my mind I wish I could I wish I could better describe that and I wish you know back in the day there not everybody carried a cell phone or had a camera with them and and um, I probably couldn't have even gotten a, a shot a camera shot at that at all but um, Someday I'd like to meet with somebody who's who's more artistic than I am, and possibly we could put something together, and and uh, so you guys could visualize what that actually looked like. But 
it was absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I, I wondered why I didn't hear about it from anybody else. You know, um, population is very sparse in that part of Montana, and there's not many people that lived out there, but it was so originally so brilliant. It, it would have had to have, have um, gotten the attention of some people, and I know some people don't like to come forward when they see things like that. I'm sure lots of people um, see strange things and have encounters that, that they've never told anybody else about. But, you know, it's one of those things that the, the small handful of people that do, um, I admire them because it, it's hard to tell people about events like this that have happened to us. And it's hard to actually talk about it in a way where people can visualize what we've experienced and what we've seen. So um, if you've seen anything that, that was interesting like that I did that night or if you've had an alien experience or other experiences that, that you'd like to talk about, please email me and, and let's get your story on. Let's talk about it. Um, I know there's some really amazing stories and there's some better storytellers than I am out there. And uh, I would appreciate, you know, hearing your voice and, and uh, hearing what you have to say about experiences that you've had. And, and uh, I'm sure everybody else would as well. So check out my website. It's at uh, www.myalienlifepodcast.com. And of course, you can get our latest download at iTunes. And please, please, please follow me on Facebook and Twitter. And leave comments and questions at podbean.com. I appreciate, I appreciate everyone finding me on social media. And please email me your stories again, photos, anecdotes, comments, whatever you'd like. Maybe you'll be on the show and I'll be sharing your story. My email again and all the links are on the website at www.myalienlife.com. And thanks for having me. We'll see you next time on another Alien Life podcast. <laughs> Thank you.